Welcome to The Coven Connection, where magic meets empowerment. I'm Nicole Pilavon, your badass guide through the realms of witchcraft, healing, and all the things mystical. In this enchanted corner of the podcast universe, we're here to let you know that your journey to destiny begins here. You're not just heard, you are witnessed. So grab your broomstick or your business plan, because on The Coven Connection, we celebrate your unapologetic, magical self. Let's dive into the mysteries, manifest our dreams, and ignite the power within. It's time to connect with your inner coven of possibilities. Let's start the magic. Hello, I am here to do some fun stuff. We're going to talk about some fun things. We're going to talk about cords and cord cuttings and all of this cool shit. I feel like there is so many different spaces where people hear about stuff like a cord and a cord cutting, but they're not sure what it is. And so I'm going to work on that. I'm going to drop you some knowledge. That's what I'm going to do. I'm coming in now. I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot. Sorry, I'm going to start singing as well. So I, I was doing cord cutting last night, and in that space, it came to me that a lot of people might not understand, like, what's going on in the space, what's going on with cord cutting, what does that mean? Um, so I'm super excited for this space. I feel like there's a lot of knowledge that's left unsaid and people just assuming that they know what's going on, like what they're referred to. A lot of times what people are talking about is an energetic cord, okay? So it's a tether to you in some other energetic space or person or thing, or time, or any of these spaces. So when we talk about those spaces, a lot of times somebody will say there's like a cord here, or there's a tether or an attachment, something to this space. So when we talk about a cord, an energetic cord, or that's what I'm going to refer to it to, everybody has a different phrase for it, right? So I'm going to give a couple of examples of it. So it can be an attachment to a person. So um, somebody that... Um, I'm going to use an example. Somebody was married, there's a divorce, and there is a cord that is attached to each individual energetically. And now you're trying to remove that because you're done with it and you're ready to move on. But something keeps you in place from moving forward, right? And I'm going to tap into that, like, how do you know there's a cord and all that stuff and where they are and all of that. But I want to explain, like, what it is first. I feel like that's really important first. So, a cord can be to a person. It can be to uh, a time, okay? So when I say that, sometimes there are cords that are attached to us from other timelines, which might sound really crazy if you're not as crazy as I am or some of the other peeps in here, but it is a thing. So like having a, um, a cord attached from another lifetime can happen, and that will be a space that holds you and you cannot move forward, right? Because we have this cord attached to us from another timeline. It can be an old version of us. Um, So when we speak about like an energetic cord, it can be from a timeline past, right? One that isn't ours. Um, Isn't our the timeline we're on now. It's a timeline from before and we are stuck with these these uh, cords stuck to us, these energetic cords digging in. Um, another place that they can come from is trauma, like a trauma that happened to us in this lifetime that we are tethered to, we are corded to, and we can't step away, we can't step forward, we're stuck in this space with this cord. Um, that's another one. Okay, so we have people, times, trauma, 
sometimes uh, it is ideas that are stuck in our minds um, that we can't get past, right? So it's like trying to release these ideas that I don't, uh, I don't want to carry this anymore. I'm done being in this space. I want to release it. And that's like a big one that I've worked with a lot. So I do cord cuttings frequently. Cord cuttings are a thing that is like I'm very comfortable doing. I'm very powerful when it comes to doing them. And they're very successful when I work with them. <laughs> um, but they're just like one of those things to understand. Like you can have energetic cords attached to you from different spaces like that. So understanding this and what you guys don't understand is the power, the the knowledge that you're getting in this space is so powerful for you to be able to move forward. So powerful because now you're going to be have this new awareness, which is really beautiful. Okay. So that is where, like, what, what kind, like, what are they? What is the energetic cord, right? And so in that space, what it does is these things are tethered to us. And what I see when I do my stuff and what some other people might see, it depends on who you're working with and how they receive their knowledge from guides and all the spaces, goddesses, all the things, is what it looks like for me is I literally see, like, something stuck to the person. I see it wherever it is. So it looks like it's stuck to you somewhere on the on somebody's body. So when I do my distance Reiki, when I do any of my readings, um, ready to uh, ready to cut some huge cords. Whether it's my distance Reiki, whether I'm working in telegram coaching, whether it's in my readings, whether I'm just like having like a, a moment of a conversation with somebody, I can see them on the person and what we need to do to remove it and where our next steps are. But it has to work with the person as well. So that's one of the other things that I always like tell everybody ahead of time. But understanding what it looks like for me, I can see them attached to people's bodies. And I, I see it like uh, almost like vines that are attached to people's bodies wherever they're attached. So that's like what the cord is, right? So it's from you to another person. It's from you to another time. It's you to another timeline. It's you to a situation, to an idea, to a trauma that has happened. Yeah, so it's really, it's really interesting. But it's one of those things to understand is like that's what I see when I talk to people. So when I'm in my Reiki sessions and I'm working with people and we're working through the meditation, that's what I'm looking for and where I'm figuring out, okay, which one do we work with first? Where do we go first? What are we stepping into first? How are we going to heal this space? How do we remove it? What do we need? And uh, so in the time, if you've ever been in any of my sessions, in those moments of calm where everybody's like, I'm going to fall asleep, I'm like doing work. Um, some of it, when you're uh, a certain level of certification with Reiki, it is called psychic surgery. And so it's removing of these cords via Reiki, which can happen, but I'm going to tap into that in a second. Okay. So now let's talk about where do they attach. Cords can attach in very many different places. They can attach anywhere, right? So a big, uh, a big one that happens when somebody has had um, and the thing to understand is like each situation can have multiple cords at the same time, right? So that's one of the things to understand. So when I'm in session with somebody, whether it is my distance Reiki, um, a reading, my telegram, uh, coaching, and if nobody knows what telegram is, telegram is a uh, app that you can use almost like a 
like almost like a Facebook Messenger, but you can keep all the stuff in there, send videos and all that stuff. So it's very like hands-on. Um, but when I'm working in these spaces, it's a matter of understanding where the person's next step is, right? So what chord do I start with first and where is it attached? So somebody, let's say they're stepping in, um, they're trying to call and manifest somebody into their life, a significant other. Somebody is trying to call in a significant other and they're, why isn't he here? Why isn't he here? Why isn't he here? It like I'm going to use it as an example. Some like a lot of times when I tap in, there'll be like an issue with worthiness, right? So there's going to be some scenario where either they had a bad past situation, like a bad past uh, relationship. They um, grew up with like in their childhood, somebody telling them they were never going to be married because of blah blah blah. Like these ideas, situations, they all wrapped up into this place in your solar plexus where your self-worth hangs out, right? So all of your worthiness and your self-worth comes a lot of times through the solar plexus. When the solar plexus has a cord attached to it, it is going to block, right? This is like that, those energetic blocks we talked about before. That is going to block the heart chakra. It will block the throat chakra. It will block the third eye, crown, all the way. Like it takes just one to have a, a tether, one to have a cord, and it will like shut down the system. The system starts getting all fucking wonky. We start getting into uh, the sacral. Sacral gets messed up as well because now, like, that's where your, like, one, like, uh, passion and sexuality and sensuality comes from this space. And now we're not worthy. And now that's not going to turn on either, right? And then our root, which is, like, safety and all of that, that's not going to work either, right? Because we don't feel safe because we're not worthy of safety, right? So it's those understandings. Like, I can't tap into the heart and let anybody in this space because, I'm not worthy of love. And I can't speak that to fruition because what I say is not worthy of others hearing. So do you see how like this all starts to go in the same direction? It goes both directions. So it's that understanding that when we do have these cords here, it, it's going to disrupt the system. It's going to disrupt all the beautiful chakras. Sometimes it is painful in the fact that like I have worked with um, a woman and when I <laughs> tapped in with her, um, when I tapped in with her, she was working with a huge like cord that was just attached to her worth and dignity and all of these spaces to the point that she always had back issues, like always had back issues. Like she couldn't do certain movements because of it. And uh, once we did the cord cutting, um, she doesn't have these issues anymore. And that was a couple years ago. So like it's been that long because we did the work after as well. Because once we remove these cords, there's work that needs to be done to um, to kind of remedy the situation, not necessarily like, uh, I guess remedy is a good one, to kind of like move forward to create um, light and uh, get the solar, like get the chakra rolling again and then clearing all the other spaces. So now if we see a cord that's attached to this space and we're trying to call somebody in, we're going to block it without even realizing it. Like we're not going to be aware of it because this is here and we're not, we didn't even realize it was going on. So when I come in and do distance Reiki, I do those removals. When you work with me in my like coaching containers like Telegram or any of my other coaching containers, um, I will do stuff like a cord cutting in a different way, which I'll tap into those. Um, so understanding those spaces, like where do they attach? Like that's one place that it will attach because we had a shitty past and now we had bad past relationships and now it's just stuck itself right in there. 
and now that's what we're working with. Um, a lot of times if uh, we were always told like an idea, here's one for an idea, we're always told to be quiet, Shh, you're too loud, you're too much, keep it down. I got that one a lot. Uh, you got to keep it down, you're being too loud, like this is too, too much, you're too much. Now we stop using our throat chakra. We have a cord that's stuck in this space because so many people gave us that idea. And now it's time to try to activate that space. And that's where a lot of people will have trouble. Like we people please a lot. We will speak quietly. We step back into the background. Those are going to be like cords that we need to release. And then we start to do the work. So it's always really interesting when we tap in with these guys. And they're all over the place. So um, the last one I'll give as an example, I had a beautiful woman that came to me for um, distance Reiki, and then from there she came into my one-on-one -on -one coaching. And when we worked in the distance Reiki space, there was a lot attached to her sacral. That's where your intuition comes from, your, like that tap into the feminine divine, like your sexy, sensual self comes from this space, right? So um, she had, um, growing up, she always had really bad cycles, really heavy cycles, um, she, when she was pregnant, she didn't have like great pregnancies and she had to have C-sections and she didn't want to have them and then the recovery from the C-section. So there's like a lot of trauma in this space. And so, and then afterwards she had to have like a partial hysterectomy. Like there were so many things that happened to this poor space. And so for her, it carried differently. It carried physically for one because she, uh, for her, she couldn't even, like, touch her stomach. She would stand up and say, I need to get rid of this space. Like, I don't like how it looks. I don't like being in my own body. I don't like buying clothes, like, any of this stuff. So that was like, okay, we see what's going on. And then we started to do the distance Reiki session where I did, like, a body reading with her. And in the body reading, it came through that there was trauma to the space and there was a lot that she was carrying in there of like anger and how could my body fail me and why does it do it this way? Like all of this came through in this one space. And so we had to do a really big cord cutting in that space. And it was like a really big cord. And so we released it. And then from there, she was able to start to like touch her, like touch her stomach, touch her hips or pelvis, be able to buy clothes she enjoyed. Her body started to transform because she wasn't carrying all that weight of the cord and the anger and all the emotions that are tied into the cord at the same time. And so it was a really powerful step forward for her. And then she was able to step back in with her husband and be intimate with him again in a different way and show up in a different way in the relationship as well and started to tap into her intuition and all these spaces started to um, just pull through for her. So it's just understanding that these cords, even though we can't see them and people are like, energy means something. And we do carry the heaviness of what has happened to us in our lifetime and sometimes past lifetimes very heavily in the body. And so it comes into our energetic space this way. And so where they attach will have, that was like a lot of trauma to one place. And when that was off, her worthiness was off. And then her heart was like, off and then she couldn't speak about it and her root like was off like so it was all these spaces so once that started to and we started to do the work things started to flow a little differently and everything changed her body changed her everything like everything her whole personality changed from it so that's one of the things to understand is like when we work with cords and cord cuttings and stuff like that like they're deep and rooted in our system and deep and rooted in our energies 
So it's a powerful space to step into when we start to separate the cord from the energetic space. Every time I do that, just so you guys know, it's like shifting energy for somebody. <laughs> so how do you know you have cords attached? That's another one that comes in. How do we know? Um, you know when you have cords attached, they're um, very draining. Once it's removed, it's like you can really tell the difference. Um, it will be draining. You'll be in patterns and cycles that you can't get out of, um, reoccurring sto stories that you're telling yourself and others, um, not being able to move forward. Um, and it depends on the situation as well. Sometimes they're very much like aggressive moments where you like lash out and you're not sure why, um, not knowing what direction to go on, foggy minds. Um, the body responds in mu multiple different ways, depending on where it is, right? So like if we have a, a cord to our heart space, a lot of times what happens is we one, we build a shield around it and it gets really protected. So sometimes you'll see a lot of people rolling forward this way, right, to protect the space. So they have this like arch in their back for it. And then like they have back issues at the same time. And then they're covering up the solar plexus to kind of keep that safe at the same time. So you'll see that inner rotation. And that's literally the heaviness of the cord that they're carrying and trying to protect themselves. Um, I talked about the girl with the, the woman with the back issues, the woman that um, with the sacral issues. So those are ways that you can know that um, things are, are going on. Something's not right. Okay, what do I need to do? Is there something attached here? Do I need to remove something? And having, it, it's a little bit tricky if you're not a practitioner. Sometimes it's easier to have someone come in like, okay, give me, <laughs> give me the lowdown. What's going on? Where are there things attached? What do I got to work on? And it helps out to have somebody else do it. Um, I've been in sessions with other uh, women where we're in the middle of doing something and then I see something that they are unaware of. And then I do the removal with them and I have them focus. And then after I explain, okay, we just did a cord cutting. This is what we were removing. And then they come back to me after like, oh my gosh, things are so different. I didn't realize it was there. And so it's just those moments. So it's really difficult sometimes to pinpoint it, but a lot of times it's like reoccurring patterns, same stories, uh, foggy mind, um, being like uh, unsure, like lack of clarity, those kinds of spaces, because they're keeping you in this holding pattern. You can't move forward if something's always pulling you back, right? Like you can't do it. Sometimes like in my brain, I'll say to somebody, it looks like you stepped in bubble gum and you're just being pulled back. It's like stuck to the bottom of your foot and you won't go. Um, it helps like those are like a couple of different things there's something off. Am I doing the same patterns? Why do I keep doing this is a question you'll ask a lot. Why do I keep doing the same thing? Why do I keep doing this? Why can't I just let it go? Why can't I just move forward? Because you can't. You're stuck because it's holding you there. So um, how do we release them? How do we get rid of them? How do we get these fuckers off, right? Um, so there's a couple of different ways to work with it. Um, and uh, I'll talk about, like, I want to write it down, aftercare kind of deal, aftercare. Okay, because I won't remember. So when we work with cord cutting, it's different because, like, if we're working with Reiki, uh, like, I'm a Reiki master. So in Reiki master, I can teach other people how to do, like, I can get people attuned, I can give them their placements, which means you become, like, a Reiki master, a Reiki practitioner, all of those things. Um, but I also do psychic surgery, which means the removal of cords, the removal of 
things that sometimes, and some people believe it, some people won't, entities that might be attached, I can do the removal of those spaces and like protect the space at the same time. So the first thing that, that's one of the ones that we I do. I tap in with Reiki and I do the removal. I, I like to do it with the person because it is a little bit different than just me like pulling something out. Now you're aware of what's going on. You're supporting the space. You're helping out with the action. Um, and we are removing the space and pulling through healing situations. And there's awareness, right? Like that's the most important part is awareness. Um, so that's the way that I do my work. doesn't mean everybody does it that way, but that's the way that I do my work. And you can ask anybody who has been in frequency with me when I do my cord cuttings. They are very, very um, potent. <laughs> they are very powerful. And uh, you know what's going down. <laughs> like, you know what's going on. Um, so that's like with Reiki. The other way that I do it is also a very witchy way. And some people have seen it, some people have not. It's working with two candles and a piece of twine. And you, uh, I, I perform these frequently for people um, when they're stepping out of situations or trying to release something or they're trying to step forward and they just can't get past something. And I do cord cuttings for them. Um, there's videos that go up um, that I have. Some people do it different ways. I have a particular way that I do it. And if the person is not able to do it themselves and I'm doing it, um, I give them the spell that I work with and I have them watch the video. And as they watch the video, I have them speak their spell so that they can be a part of it as well because I feel like it's very important for people's energy to be a part of it if you're trying to release something. So it's really important to understand those spaces. And so now what I do is I petition for goddesses, gods, other side guides, higher powers, loved ones on the other side, our backup group, uh, to come in and support the space. And I put the person that I work with in a bubble. My bubbles are very very potent also. It's very much Galinda the Good Witch is what I envision. What's the difference between a freezer jar and a cord cutting? A freezer jar just puts them on hold. It does not remove any of the trauma that has been afflicted. It doesn't remove any of the heaviness that you carry from the situation. It doesn't remove any of the past moments or like a cord cutting doesn't erase anything, but it releases the connection to the person. A freezer jar just puts the person in the freezer, right? Like it puts them on hold and keeps them out of your space, kind of like putting yourself in a bubble, right? And so you can do that, but just know there's still going to be that connection. And even if you have like if you have kids with the person or you have pets with the person or you have a connective space with the person, it doesn't mean the person's written out of your life completely. It just means they're not going to have that much power over you anymore and they're not going to be able to hold you down any longer. So that's like a, a space with a person. Um, when it comes to uh, like a situation, that situation won't have power over you anymore. It's not allowed. I have cut you from my frequency and now I am healing. And it doesn't mean that it's just we do that and then we're done. There's still work to be done because we need to heal the space, right? Because if you think about it, if it's a cord, we're pulling it out, there's still a wound, right? So now we have to nurse the wound and, and, and protect the wound, right? And create like a new, a new skin, a new part of the, our energetic field. So it's that understanding as well. So it's not like we can just pull it out and like, ah, we're done. Let's throw a party. Like it's more so like, okay, this 
is part of the hard part, but now I got to do the work and, and heal in the space and do my, my part. So it starts to regulate the nervous system. So the body's like the energetic and body is like, what is happening? Perfectly normal for the body to have very physical responses to having um, a cord cut or a cord released from the body, taken away from the body, right? I don't necessarily, I, I know that it takes a moment to regulate everything and then we can move forward. So I always make sure the next day I like send everything, check in, okay, we're good, and then have fun, fun embodying and then we move forward. So just so you know, that's what was going on. Um, but just knowing that there's like the aftercare that does come in. Um, for me on my side, when I work with my, my clients, it depends on uh, what step is needed. Is there a banishment that has to happen now? Is there uh, a confidence spell that needs to be done? And, and all these spaces. So when you work with me uh, one-on-one, I do nightly spell work for my clients. And that's like a part of what comes through in the space too. Um, so I, I work in those spaces. Sometimes when we're working in our own space, it's hard for us to release because we are focusing on it. And we want to release it so badly. I don't want this anymore. I just want to let it go. Please just let it go. And then we're stuck like this. So that's why sometimes it's easier to do a little bit of outreach. That's just personally for me, like I do stuff like that. Um, there's times where I'm like, I really need to clean up what's up in here and the energy needs some love. Who am I calling in to help me with like a Reiki session? Who am I calling in to help me with these spaces and like just witnessing and helping me clear out? So I have spaces that I go to myself so that I can have that happen and have things brought to light that needs to be worked on. So I'm hoping that brings some clarity. I don't always just do my own stuff. I can't do it. <laughs> some stuff I just can't. Some stuff I need support. Like I work with a I work with a coach right now that does like breath work and like just her breath work for whatever reason has helped release a bunch of stuff that's been stuck in my body that needed to be released and it's really powerful. And so I'm grateful for that space, but I had to do the outreach because I was like, how do I even move past? How do I release this? How do I move past? Like I'm just stuck. And so it was a cord that was stuck for me. And so working in her breath work has helped. Uh, Yeah, we do. Coaches need coaches, babe. They do. I 100% agree with that. I'm never a person that's like, no, 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 do it all yourself. I just can't. I can't do it all. And the other part is, too, the knowledge that you receive when you do step into that space helps out a bunch. Like, oh, that's what it was. Thank you for joining us on this enchanting journey through the realms of magic and empowerment on The Coven Connection. I'm Nicole Pilabon, and you've just experienced the first spark of the magic within. Remember, you're not just heard, you're witnessed, and your magical self is celebrated here. So until next time, keep your broomsticks and your business plans ready. The magic continues. Stay enchanted, my fellow witches and seekers.